What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, she is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in our next episode. Obviously, this is geared towards how you can capitalize on your strengths and weaknesses when it comes to your business. But the more I think about it, the more I realize this can be used in your personal life, too, which is why I left out in your business in the title. Imposter syndrome is a rough thing we all go through. If you're unfamiliar, imposter syndrome essentially means the feeling you get when you feel unqualified to do what it is you do. It can be feelings that there are others who are better equipped, have more experience, and so on and so on. It's a feeling we all go through and I think it becomes especially prevalent when it's time to assess what you're good at, and what you feel like is holding you back. How to use your strengths and weaknesses to your advantage. We all have weaknesses and blind spots in our lives and businesses. 
I could turn this entire post into my list, but I fear the length would turn this blog post into a book, and that book is known as The Notes from My Therapist. So let me just sum it up by saying, I'm perpetually working on a lot of things that I would like to be better at. However, one thing I've learned is that there are times when we should all embrace what is it we're good at and accept that there are other things that end up falling by the wayside. To me, it's a part of being a successful entrepreneur, and it's a skill I want to help you cultivate today. So first, let's dive into understanding what it is you're good at and how to recognize things you're not so great at doing. 1. List out quickly the things you enjoy doing. This is a quick exercise and it's just a freeform thing. Take 30 seconds and write out a list of the things you love to do in your business. For me, I love to write, to do tutorials, to create products, and to talk to my marketing coaching clients. 2. List out your weekly tasks. From there, expand to all of the things that you feel have to get done each week. I keep a weekly list going on the side of my bullet journal that helps me keep track and is more of a brain dump than an actionable guide. 3. Look at the ones that make you feel exhausted. When I look at the list, I make a cognizant effort to see the emotions each thing gives me. As an example, social media content gives me a ping in my stomach because I hate how tedious it feels to me and I don't enjoy doing it. 4. Take a little time to understand why. Why do I get so exhausted with social media? It's because I feel like I'm always catching up and I have trouble breaking things down into small, manageable steps. So based on this, I know I need to either find ways to replace these feelings and turn it into something I can enjoy, by looking at the good it does me to have engaged social media accounts, or I can embrace it as a weakness in my business and find ways to move past it by doing the exercises below. Phew, that felt like a lot, didn't it? It can be hard, but incredibly fulfilling to get the full picture of yourself as an entrepreneur, flaws, and all. Now that you've listed out the blind spots of your business life, how can you pivot to use them to your advantage? 1. Acknowledge that you are not bad at this. I used to allow myself to say, I'm just bad at sales, which was completely untrue but felt good to let myself believe. It wasn't that I was bad at sales, it was that I didn't like selling. I was too emotionally invested in the sale, so instead of letting it become a self-fulfilling prophecy, I stopped letting myself say that I was bad. 2. Decide how to solve these in a more permanent way. Instead, I embraced the fact that there were others out there who weren't emotionally tied to the sale like I was, and so I let them handle selling instead. Take what you avoid or don't love and find ways to move it out of your way. You can automate it, delegate it to someone else, or just eliminate and embrace that it doesn't fit your business. Example, hate making videos but love creating graphics? Don't force yourself to become a videographer but instead be known for amazing static imagery that tells its own story. 3. Begin to focus more effort on your winnable tasks. Once you've established a method to remove the things that make you feel bad from your routine, take that time and spend it on what you love and are good at doing. That time you spent posting on Facebook even though it makes you frustrated? Use it to create that new product you've been thinking about. Been avoiding advertising on Instagram or Reddit because you're afraid of the comments? Take that money and put it towards hiring a community manager who cultivates your following and creates better engagement so you won't have to advertise. 4. And finally, acknowledge that you are not bad at this. I know I'm repeating myself, but I can feel the, yeah, but, happening in your mind as you read this. You are allowed to be fallible and human and having a weak point does not mean you are a bad entrepreneur. 
It means you're like the rest of us who are all doing our best to get by.